You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Jason Jones, coming in hot. The Beyond People, man, your co-host, man. Jason Jones, you're... Your partner over on the J Street Vibes podcast. Well, we know where his alliances are. Well, we we always knew his alliances were never with the 49ers, that, though I did not expect Jay to join the stream in a Philadelphia Eagles jersey. That's why I flipped him the bird with the, the Stone Cold meme on, on Sunday. <laughs> I saw him trying to link up with Cowboys fans. I've <laughs> been had this. They I had, got this. Um, I got Reggie White. See, growing up back in Long Beach, we had a period where the Raiders were banned from schools for uh, gang reasons. Jeez. So I was trying to find a team I could wear to school that wouldn't, you know, draw the ire of authorities. And I liked Randall Cunningham. Mm-hmm. I was a Reggie White fan. And I thought Buddy Ryan was the coolest coach ever because he was all for abusing quarterbacks. No. So I would roll with the Eagles. And I had them all, you know, and so. And then as I got older, the Eagles, I think, drafted three guys from my high school. Damn, okay. Uh, Winston Justice, Deshaun Jackson, and Brandon Whiting. Mm. I actually went to school with Brandon. His dad would coach me. So I've always had an affinity for the Eagles. And should they do the Lord's work on Sunday Jeez. and make Niner fans cry, I will – I will celebrate like I'm from Philly. It's the third straight week he's asked for somebody to do the Lord's work. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he, he's increased his tithing well, this week. Well, he's Gino and Dak, Gino, they're kind of. Well, this is your boy, though. Faith. This is your boy. Oh, yeah. This is your boy, boy. This is his frat brother. Jalen? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He going to do the damn thing. Yeah. He ain't, you know, I know Nick Bosa like to get down and try to tackle a certain kind of quarterback. Hey, oh, hey. hey. It's lit on Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. Hey. If Nick Bosa has more than two sacks on Sunday, well, I'm 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 on an investigation. Well, look, 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 <laughs> Nick, look, look, look. I'm gonna tell y'all both. Maybe Nick then turned over a new leaf. He don't have a sack on playoffs. I'm just saying, word on the street. He don't is, have a sack on playoffs. Word on the street is this playoff run gets him a little amped up more. You got he, it all wrong, Jay. He didn't like, turn over a new leaf. He, he left. He don't, have, Gina, he don't he, have a sack all playoffs. He let. He left Gino <laughs> he alone. He left Dak alone. He didn't he, turn. <laughs> he didn't turn over a new leaf. He, he, he had a. He had a conversation with Reverend Al Sharpton. He was like, "I ain't gonna do this no more." He's different. He's different. This, this whole playoff run is different. like, man. I guess I will go ahead and hold up now. He's, he's coming for Jalen. I was like, man, he go after Russell Wilson a little different than he do Jared Goff. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a music thing. I don't know. Can, can you confirm my suspicion in that you put that jersey on right before this hit? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> combined with the fact that 
he he got it in the early 2000s. You see that that what's that a 58? That jersey what size is that? No, this is a Randall Cunningham. No, no, the size. Look at the sleeves. They go down to your forearms. So what? You, yeah, oh, I, Jay ain't really a slim cut dude. No, but Jay he 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 still wear he wears his stuff today differently than that jersey right now. The jer- this is like a what size? Yo, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> that don't matter. I mean, that's you know, irrelevant. The, so what's going to happen? The Eagles. The Eagles did fail by um, staying with this like dark green. I think they're Kelly green, or it's Kelly green right now. I don't know, but that particular green is much better. They need to go back to that full time, but they're staying with the dark green, which is why they'll lose yeah, on Sunday. And the Niners just stopped wearing black. We did. Thank God, that was terrible. Wore better than you guys. No. No. I, don't even, I don't even know why. Hey, I don't even know why we talking football. I don't even know why. I don't either. I don't even know why. Because my team's still playing. Your team and and played in 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 all year. All right, hey, all year. My my team <laughs> plays on Sunday. See, you, this is what we got to go. It, it, when it's when I say it's Niners versus everybody, it really is Niners versus everybody. Not Sorry, really. though, we built for it. I'm a we fall built out. for Not it. Really? Jay pulls up with like a Joe Burrow jersey next <laughs> week or something at the 49ers. Hey, hey, I will wear the jersey of any team that eliminates the 49ers just because I I love walking around Northern California trolling. I'm like back in the day, uh, when the uh, I went up to was it Portland? I bought a Seahawks shirt just to wear in the Bay Area. No, you went too far. I ain't no Seahawks fan. You absolutely went too far. I got a Legion of Boom shirt. And after they uh, they beat the night with uh, the Sherman Crabtree play, I just was go to Target in that shirt. Hey, look, look. And, and get dirty looks and laugh. I mean, I I I had no allegiance to the Seahawks other than it made people in the Bay Area mad at me. When I posted that that tweet the other day talking about you know flipping the bird, well Stone Cold was not me flipping the bird to yeah, Raiders man. fans trying to join up with Cowboys fans. I had a lot of Raider fans. Talking about, oh, KC, you're delusional. You're just making up stuff. This didn't really happen. Ain't no real Raider fan doing this. I'm telling you. I no, saw I it, and now you guys see it. No, no, I I don't care. I, I mean, if I didn't live in Northern California, I probably wouldn't care because I live in Northern California. Oh, I wanted the Cowboys to win. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, but Dak was trying they to get didn't. a game ball from the wrong team. They didn't. That's a high level of petty that I can appreciate. I, I can appreciate I mean, this is pettiness. what I do. I mean, yeah, I there's a reason why that. my friends say I should be part of the player-haters ball. Like They were like, oh, yeah. that old it was missing me. This is what I do. Yeah, he... I, have, I have no shame in admitting that, that my only joy of the postseason is watching Niner fans get oh so close only to be disappointed. Like, in an ideal situation, They'll be leading up to the fourth quarter again, and then someone will drop an interception or something crazy. Or uh, you know that you know, Once again, we're on the road again. I mean, this little this little gritty 49ers team. Up by like no, eleven. Nobody. Hey, hey, Monty McNair has agreed on a contract extension. Let's go. 
Let's go, damn it. Let's go. From Adrian Wojnarowski after orchestrating what going on? after orchestrating <laughs> a remarkable franchise renaissance Sacramento Kings general manager Monty McNair has agreed on a contract extension. Uh, under McNair, who is in the final months of his deal, Kings are third in the West and on the cusp of ending 16-year postseason absence. This, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, Monty McNair gets his contract extension. Shout out to good, the see? Kings. You know, light the beam. Yeah. Shout out to the Kings. Shout out to Monty McNair. Bag is secured by Monty McNair. Now let's go ahead and end this thing, man. Let's end yes, this playoff, job, baby. Come on. Yes, indeed. He really, he really does. Deserve it, Jay and, and Damien. I mean, the guy, yeah. what he's done in about two years. And I was, he was moving slow for me early on, and I was like getting frustrated. But oh yeah, I mean, has he slow. missed? Has he missed? Like, I'm not saying he'll never miss, but so far, has he missed? With the signing, with the draft. Now, what are we defining as a miss? Like a guy, I guess Hassan Whiteside is a miss, right? Glenn Robinson the third well, is a miss. Hassan Whiteside, two. that wasn't a. That wasn't a move designed to make the team help the team win. Mm. Mm. Uh oh. Uh oh. And your additions are Glenn Robinson the third and Hassan. They're not trying to win. They weren't trying to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now that they've actually tried to win in this this you know the last twelve months. Oh, Monet McNair. That's that's how. Right? Oh, that's Monet. Yeah, that's that's uh. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> Zeke, Zeke, Zeke's, Zeke's family it's official. It's another. official. It's official. She here. Monet. <laughs> she here. Monet McNair is running Zeke the Kings. Zeke didn't make it, but Monet got in the family. Finally. <laughs> All it took was 50 Cent uh, uh, getting his uh, liquor in here, and we we good to go. Let's try this. Mean, you see the you see the vision. You see what you see. How fifty orchestrated this whole thing <laughs> finally happened. But I mean, look at what he's yeah, done. I mean, I mean with that's the draft it the, picks. It's the right. It's, it's the right decision. I mean, I don't know what else. You know, you could have asked Amani, given what he inherited. You know the to, to you know he made you know the coaching hires worked out this year. You know he's drafted. I mean. He's got three solid first round picks. Yeah, or are we on number four now with Tyrese, yeah, Davion? Three, yeah. yeah, three. You know, he hasn't missed in, you know, um, when was the last time you said the Kings drafted three NBA players in a row in the, in the lottery? Mm. Mm. I mean, mm. that was one reason why the, the streak has been so long. They just couldn't get right in the lottery. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's that he's did that right. You know, it's a bonus trade. I remember about this time a year ago, people wanted to, you know, See him in the parking lot over trading Tyrese. <laughs> see him in the parking lot. <laughs> that's oh, real talk. Nah, that's real talk. I remember people got mad at me for saying I like the trade. Said I was a hater. <laughs> oh, you must hate Tyrese. Like, no, I don't hate Tyrese. I think Tyrese is great. Yeah. But for the way the team was set up, Tyrese was basically your backup point guard because yeah. you'd already given De'Aaron the, the, the max. You know, and and to me that 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 long term deal of a Tyrese, De'Aaron backcourt wasn't going to work. And you know, and part of being a good GM is when you draft well, you then have assets that teams want, mm-hmm. and then you can flip those assets. Mm-hmm. So, and this couldn't have worked out almost any better. And I think one of the underrated parts of last year's trade deadline is coming up with Trey Lyles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know, he's been I just incredible. Think, 
Yeah, and plus, Monty's a Dodger fan, so you know no, you can't. You know, nobody's perfect. Nobody's you can't perfect. go wrong with that. Yeah. You can't go wrong with yeah, adding, you know, having a Dodger fan wrong. in your front office. That's very I mean, wrong. That, that is very. I wrong. mean, you know, I mean, what did what did everybody else get you since Patriot? You know, you got you a Dodger fan. Look at you now. Well, that's you know. That's so I not, need you. It's not. Where I, I need you to put some this. respect on that. I, I I need you to acknowledge acknowledge them. You know, we'll put you on trial like they put Sami Zayn on trial for that. <laughs> <laughs> what's is is Monty's uh, obviously there's a there's a trade deadline approaching um is Monty's biggest order of business Harrison Barnes I I, I don't know order of business in the sense of like keeping him in in my opinion yeah like oh, I, I, I don't see I wouldn't. I wouldn't move Harrison. Yeah. Th- okay. That's 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 what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah. You you want to address this one way or another? Obviously, the, the the trade deadline is coming up. I don't think trading Harrison Barnes is part of any conversation. Mm-hmm. But or do do you have conversations with Harrison Barnes? I I don't think sitting out the trade deadline is Monty's plan either. Though I don't know that Kings fans would be terribly upset if that wound up being something that happened. But is you know, finding out if you know Harrison look we're, we're you're not a part of anything on this trade deadline we want you to be around here yeah. for the next couple of years I mean we all thought Harrison was gone we all thought Harrison wanted to be gone uh before this season started and now you know you see the way the team's playing you hear some of his you know his post game stuff his practice stuff you know like maybe he's bought into this being different being new not being what he's been a part of for the last God, is it four or five years now? Man, Harrison hasn't been part of winning since what twenty sixteen. Yeah, Warriors. Yeah, I mean, he was a leading scorer in Dallas, but those weren't good teams. And yeah, they've been trying to trade. I mean, the the Twitter rumor mill's been trading Harrison for for, for three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. And I think a lot of it is, you know, just, hey, he's got the declining value in the contract. He's a veteran, a good, he'd help a good team. But I think the mentality has got to be different this year. It's no, this isn't about pawning off, you know, getting off of contracts and, you know, maybe we can bring in some guy who we can get a look going into the offseason. You're about trying to supplement this team. And I think in the past, in the past, the supplemental moves were kind of like, ah, it'll, it's nice, but, it wasn't going to really move anything like, you know, I like when they added the line, right. But that wasn't like, you know, a foundational, we're going to do something big type addition, mm-hmm. you know? And I think now really, if they don't make a move and they just kind of like, look at the buyout market. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that could be a way for them to go just mm-hmm. because they don't really have to, they, they, they don't have the pressure of if you don't make a move, what's going to happen. You know, they're not in that, uh, you know, they're not right. They're not, you know, sitting at like 23 and 24, like the entire Western Conference seems to be right now. You know, they're not in that, you know, that bunch at the bottom. They'd have to have a major slip to, you know, all of a sudden be going, oh, my God, we're in ninth. Yeah. And I don't see them having a no slippage like that outside of, you know, you know, if, say, De'Aaron were to, or Sabonis were to miss significant time. Yeah. So I think I just think the approach has got to be is different now. You're trying to bolster, you know, before it was like, you know, well, maybe we can collect some assets, maybe make a deal where we don't give up a lot. You know, like last year you moved Bagley and Parker, you know, you don't want him back. 
and you figure let's get something for them. Yeah. And that that worked out pretty well for them. It worked out great. You know, yeah. and, and you know this year, I don't think you break up you know the core of this team unless it's like a blockbuster move. And outside of that, you I, I mean you can wait for see who gets bought out. Yeah. See what vets are out there on ten days. Maybe you bring in. I just I just think it's a different approach, and I think this is probably the first time since Harrison signed his extension that we're not talking about who wants Harrison Barnes, or you're not going to walk into the locker room and the day before the deadline, everyone's going, okay, who's not going to be here tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, they've had some they've had some crazy deadline days where guys were mad after the deadline they weren't they were still on the team. Leave and him. I've been around some of those guys. They were like, what did I do to not get traded? Yeah, no need like, to bring buddy. To get a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't have to worry about that. Now, I think guys, you know, guys are happy. Guys want, you know, winning fixes everything. And that was one of the people who always try to tell me that no one will go to Sacramento. I'm like, if they're winning, they will. People mm-hmm. signed with Oklahoma City when they were winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, You know, and, you know, if it was all about the location, the Lakers, Clippers, and the Knicks and Heat would get everybody they want. And they don't because, you know, winning and and management matters. I think now the management situation is settled, you know, with Monty getting the extension. You know, you have a coach, GM, owner, all on the same accord. You don't have a a coach that the GM didn't bring in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the most stable they've been probably since the Petrie days. Yeah, for sure. Adding to um... – Adrian Wojnarowski in, in his report, he said the Kings are working to finalize a new deal with assistant GM Wes Welker too. Source said McNair Wes Wilcox. And Wes Wilcox. What I say? Wes yeah, Wilcox. Wilcox. That's, that's yeah. diversity. Wes Welker. Well, that'd Wes be break. That would be that boy. Kenny <laughs> Caraway. Wes Welker and Monet McNair. Let's try this again. The teams gotcha. are really thinking outside the box <laughs> in the front office. They got Mary J. Blige and a slot receiver <laughs> running back. Let's try this again. From Adrian Wojnarowski, Kings are working to finalize a new deal with assistant GM Wes Wilcox, too. Source says McNair and Wilcox have worked closely together in reshaping the organization into a Western Conference contender. Indeed, so, they have. And Wes, Wes, he deserves his credit as well for for his role in this. Jason, to you, to the best of your knowledge, like um, you you've been around the league for so long, I, I assume the Kings didn't beat the Grizzlies by thirty three, and Vivek woke up and said. Today's a good day to make an extension for Monty McNair. And Monty McNair said, you know what? I accept. Deal's done. <laughs> I don't think that's how it went down. How long do you think this has been in the works? Like, is, I know, And I only ask that because people have been kind of freaking out over it for a while. Is this something that you think maybe they had been planning throughout the offseason and it rolled into the season or they weren't sure during the season and then they saw enough how do you think it played out in your opinion? I, I, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure it was, you know, over a period of time. I, I'm, I think we're past the days of people. Maybe we're past the days of everyone wondering, okay, will one loss change Vivek's mind completely? Like, what if he had the extension ready on Friday, played the Sixers? Like, nope. <laughs> then he's like, okay, Monday. Okay. He can have it back. <laughs> I don't think we're, you know, at that stage of things, I think, a lot of times I, I, I would have been shocked if they got to the off season and there was nothing done. Mm-hmm. That would, to me, that would have been a bad sign. You get to, you know, you get to April, May 
you know, they make the playoffs and it's like, well, what happens with the GM? I didn't think it was going to, that would have been a bad sign. So I think this is one of those things that you talk about, you know, you, you know, you get an idea that, you know, Monty wants to be around. Now, how do we make this thing work? You know, you know, what number do, you know, does, does Monty want or need to stay all those things, you know, but yeah, yeah, you're right. This didn't happen. Just, I don't think, well, of course I'll say that and someone will tell me differently. I don't think Vivek watched the game and says, you know what? Hey, let's ask Bibby real quick. Bibby, should I keep him? Okay, Ooh. done. Let's hope he didn't. <laughs> that I, I, that would be a great story that if it was Vivek conferred with 50 Cent and Mike Bibby and made the decision. Mike Bibby looked at him and said, who's Monty McNair? <laughs> Why would you sign him to an extension? I don't understand. <laughs> Can I read a – can I just – well, just put the tweet out, and I don't think we've – I don't know that we, I don't think we've talked about this one time. The tweet from Woj, ESPN story on the Sacramento Kings extending GM Monty McNair, an executive of the year front runner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. He's got to be. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he's got to be. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that should, that's a no brainer to me. Yeah. He's got to be. I mean, they make the, I'm trying to think around the league. You know, who else? I mean, it's come out like front runners or whatever. Who else? Early in the season, it was um, Griff, you know, with what the Pelicans were doing, but that's kind of died. Or Danny, or, or, you know, I think Utah would get some votes just for the way they fleeced uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota would not get it. It yeah, was a Tim Conley. Who's that? He wouldn't get executive no, of the year. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. You know, so, I mean, it'll be you know, him. But, you know, like I said, a lot of times these votes ha- come with the whole narrative thing, and no one's going to have a better narrative nope. amongst the executives than Monty. No, definitely I mean, is not. you know, the downtrodden Kings couldn't make the playoffs since we had, since before iPhones were invented, you know, all that stuff. And here, you know, he makes a trade a year ago that the fans aren't necessarily like because who the heck is Sabonis, you know? <laughs> You know, he played in Indiana. A lot of folks didn't know about him, and it's all worked out. You know, he, you know, they, they, you know, they straight uh, Jack Atlanta for Kevin Herter. You know, that was a no ski mask right there. I don't know how. Every time I watch the Kings play, I'm like, how? And they traded Kevin Herter. Why? I don't think Atlanta knows what they're doing. I think that's no, what it boils so down either. to. I don't think Atlanta knows what they're doing. I don't think yeah, they know I mean, what they want. I don't think they know what they're doing. None of that. In a league where shooting is at a premium, why are you giving away shooters? Mm, bad job. By but hey, it's about time the Kings got over on somebody, not the other way around. <laughs> Man. Well, that's good news for the Sacramento it's Kings. Great news uh, Sacramento. It is. It's, it's, it's tremendous. If you're just tuning in, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reports that Monty McNair, Sacramento Kings general manager, has agreed uh, to a contract extension just weeks now ahead of the trade deadline. Uh, that conversation that had left a lot of people scratching their head uh, can now be put to bed. Monty McNair and Wes Wilcox as well uh, will yeah. be the general managers and assistant general managers of this team. Uh, they will be a part of the Kings front office uh, for a long time. People in the chatty house asking for details on the contract. Those things normally aren't released uh, when it comes to front office personnel. I'm not really sure why. Uh, but they're not. Uh, I hope Monty got the bag, though, uh, because he's absolutely earned it. This is a team that a lot of Vegas books had pegged at 33 and a half wins, 
to 34 and a half wins. And Jay, they got their 27th win of the season by beating the second place team in the Western Conference by 33. <laughs> Man. Incredible. Yeah, you, no, you can't complain too much about that. No. That was one of the strangest games I remember oh, watching. Oh, God, that game, I was ready to be like, oh, my God, here they go again. Then now they're up by 20. I'm like, okay, I guess they got this one. <laughs> I'm like, they had made like 45 threes and they were up six. <laughs> yeah, that was, oh, that was, that was, bro, that was so sketchy. That was, was so like, concerning. What is going on here? <laughs> The fact the fact that they couldn't get separation uh, was bizarre, and then they got chased down like we were all afraid would happen, mm-hmm. and then they just went off. <laughs> they went off and they became the uh, eighty nine ninety Pistons. They just just stopped stopped the Grizzlies from scoring and dominated that game. I was talking. The Grizzlies about had about six points in the four for about eight minutes. It felt like. Yeah, seriously. I talked about it earlier, Jason. I said this was the almost full gamut of emotions and and the whole roller coaster that you get from a Kings team. They have the offensive firepower to go off at any point in time, but they don't play defense. So the teams always have opportunity to come back and then Mm -hmm. they do. And then the Kings play good enough defense for about four or five minutes. And you combine that with another explosion offensively and you've got a 30-point win. Like, that is <laughs> that is a lot of what this Kings team is. you got the absolute best of what they could be and the absolute worst of what they could be. They they take you – yeah, it's a road. They take you everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they just – it's like being in a crazy relationship. Sometimes you're like, I love you, I hate you. You know, it's, it's like the Kendrick Lamar cry. I was song. just about to say that. This, that's 100% what this yeah, is. Yeah, you going back and forth, but by the end, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed it is uh jay we appreciate you uh elite trolling uh as always you are a, a role model for many uh and we fly appreciate- eagles fly okay hey man humble hearts over here man we just we, a little gritty 49ers team just trying to go on the road and keep it close that's all we're doing don't i, I need the eagles to win because god forbid i gotta root for the chiefs to beat them oh and we already know he's already done that before I mean, what what's up with you, Raider fans, man? I don't know, man. I, I, no, I would never like root. I, I would never root for the Cowboys to beat the Raiders. I don't understand you guys. Okay. No, like I said, I have no issue with the Niners as a team. It is the fans because I live out here. If I lived in LA, I wouldn't care probably. Well, we, but because we I live up LA here, too. and all the Niner fans up here do things to me like, well, why don't you join us? No, leave me alone. <laughs> Won't you come over here with us? I don't want to. Your tailgates are boring. No. (laughs) I don't want any part of that. Leave me be. Let me have my 6 and 11 team. It's all yours, Jay. We love you. Yeah, nobody else wants them. Jay Street Vibe. We might have a 50 year old quarterback next season. Who knows? You might. We appreciate you. Thank you, Jason. Jason Jones, the athletic right there.